Dateline, a long time ago. Galaxy far, far away. The clone armies of the Republic are spread out across the galaxy, fighting droid armies of the Separatist movement. And from the front lines of the battle comes Frontline, the Clone War podcast, with your host, Michael Cohen. And now, Michael Cohen. Hello, and welcome back to Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast. I am returning after a very long absence all summer, and I know that some of you aren't exactly pleased with that, but uh, but nonetheless, I'm I'm back, and uh, and I've I've brought I've brought friends with me this time. So, Yay, uh, friends! <laughs> the voice you're hearing that is not my voice is that of Matt, and he will be the co-host for season two. So I, uh, if I'm the faster, I guess he's the more intense. I am for... seriously intense. I am ready to go. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, so yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've been in the recording seat, but, uh, as you guys probably know, if you listened to last season, I intended on getting a co-host and, uh, and I put the call out to you guys out there in the, in the front lines, community and uh and matt answered the call and he sent in a really good audition recording and uh and i kind of just made my decision based off of that because uh so i'm gonna be honest i was a little bit disappointed not i didn't i didn't get I, there was a lot of chatter on the forums but i didn't get a lot of actual entries so uh so you guys had a few months and and matt was uh matt matt was the only one who had the the professional quality that I was looking for. So Wow, that's that's saying something right there. I appreciate that. Yeah, so so here he is. He is the host. So I uh, you know, if you guys don't like him, then bad. Or uh, you can start, you know, you your, can email me. Your, yeah, your letter writing campaign and uh, <laughs> Matt at clonewarspodcast.com. Yeah, there you go. So we both <laughs> Now there's two there's two emails to email to. You can email me at Mike at CloneWarsPodcast.com or to Matt, obviously, at Matt at CloneWarsPodcast.com. And you can you can send us individual mail or you can just continue sending mail to the to the old address. Uh, all three works. So uh, with that, I guess we're 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 back in the swing of things and uh, Yes, we are. Season two is coming up pretty quick. I wanted to get this episode out before season two started, so uh, good times. So here we are. Good times. I'm ready. Yeah. So before we get into uh, into season two, let's uh, let's find out a little bit more about about you, Matt. You're the you're the mysterious stranger this time well, around. Well, I am, and you know, I'm. You're kind of like nobody really knows anything. About you. Yeah, I'm. I'm the. Uh, I represent the older the older fan base. Um, I was seven when uh, Star Wars came out, and I don't remember too much. I mean, I know I saw it. My parents took me. I do remember the '80s though when uh, Empire came out. I remember waiting in line um, out here in Sacramento, California, and this is the time where you actually had to wait in line for tickets and wait in line for the movie. So you didn't buy tickets online like you do now. Um. So tremendous lines for that movie, and of course it was. I guess you can arguably arguably say it was. Uh, I don't know the best uh, sequel um, that was that was produced, in my opinion. Um, nothing kind of has come close to that for me. Um, 
of course, I collect comics. You know, I'm into the uh, the uh, Star Wars. Um, uh, legacy legacy series god yeah. i'm trying to blank already what's up with that uh legacy series i read the novels you know i some of the audio books um of course i read the Thrawn trilogy when that came out um i'm also oh also a member of the 501st legion i am one of uh three Django fets out here in the sacramento uh garrison out here so i've been doing that since 02 and uh it's been pretty fun that's doing a cool. lot of doing a lot of charity work, uh, visiting kids in hospitals, and I actually got to go to the uh, premiere of episode three. It was about two weeks before it came out, so I saw it two weeks before it came out in Modesto. So that was fun. And uh, if anybody hasn't figured it out by now, I'm the crankster on the forums on the Clone Wars podcast forum, so or the Geek Out Loud forums. That's me. So. That's kind of a little bit about me and where I'm coming from, and uh, I guess we'll throw it over back to you, uh, Mike, for the news. Well, well, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. We haven't gotten into the hard probing questions. Oh man, probing questions! Fandom. All right, all yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, let's do this. Okay, so I uh, so summer of '77 is when you saw it. You were you say you're seven years old. So I uh, so you saw it that summer. You, you saw it when it was the big thing going on for everybody. That you know, year. Like I said, I, I don't really remember too much about the first one. I know my parents said they saw it, and some people can remember back to like three years old and, and seeing it, but I do remember vividly The Empire in 80 and okay. waiting in line and watching that. And, you know, from then on, it was I was hooked, you know. Okay. Uh, what what was your experience like in 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 1980 going to see The Empire Strikes Back in the theaters? Because like I've I've never I didn't see any of the originals in the theaters because I wasn't born until 85, so that's two years after Return of the Jedi. So uh, you know, there's the <laughs> there, yeah. there's a whole a whole gap in my experience there. Because I mean, and then on top of that, I wasn't even a Star Wars fan until I was about 10 years old. Previous to that, I didn't even like Star. Wars. So, what? Uh, you didn't what? Yeah, oh, yeah. I no, I that. was a, I was a Star Trek fan. I think I actually confessed this one to Steve on on one of the prior podcasts. But yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was a uh, more of a Star Trek fan when I was growing up, and uh, and then it wasn't until I was about nine or ten years old that I that I got into Star Wars and then realized that Star Wars is about a billion times cooler than Star Trek. <laughs> so, well, I like Star Trek too. Don't get me wrong. No, hey, yo, I, I love Star Trek. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, Next Gen and uh, and the new movie are more entertaining than than most other things. But but Star Wars is still, you know. Oh yeah. It's, well, it's much more of an experience for me. So that's kind of that's yes. where I come from with a you know Star Trek is it, their movies and TV shows you know. But with Star Wars, it's a whole. It's like a lifestyle, you know. I mean, here we are. We're sitting and recording a podcast, so. Obviously, it's a little bit more. Oh yeah, I don't do I don't do a Star Trek podcast unless it's April Fools. Unless so. it's April Fools, there it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it was totally different back then. I, you know, uh, like I said, you actually waited in line, and that was part of the fun of it um, was waiting in line and trying not to get uh, spoiled. Mm -hmm. I mean, nowadays you have the internet, and if you want, I mean, I'm sure you can get spoiled already for Clone Wars season two. 
but I'm trying to yeah. stay away from that as much as I can. Back then, it was you came out of the theater. You had no idea that Darth Vader was Luke's father. Yeah. And, you know, that was huge. And um, I do remember that. And like I said, I remember going back and back, waiting in line. Um, which, I don't know, probably saw it four or five times in the theater. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when the VHS came out, um, I can't count how many times I've seen them since then. <laughs> you know? no, I'm sure a few of us. You know, those are one of the movies that when you're a kid, you know, 12, 13, you'd put that thing in almost daily, especially back then. I mean, because there's not there wasn't a ton like there is now. I mean, now you yeah. have I mean, there's something coming out all the time. Yeah. And, and back then it wasn't like that. I mean, you didn't have a Star Wars type movie come out. Like now you have the District Nines and all the Transformers and and all that now. Yeah, two or three movies a summer. Right, know? right. Like, and I mean, like last year was ridiculous. We had Iron Man, Indiana Jones, The Incredible Hulk, The Dark Knight, Clone Wars, it, uh, Hellboy Two. Like it was nonstop for for a little while that there was a movie like every weekend. But oh, right, yeah. yeah. And I think that's what made it a little different and a little more special as well. Yeah, was uh, was that it was the only thing out, and it was it was the event. I mean, there was nothing else the whole summer, you know. It was that, especially yeah, well, that movie, you know. It, back then, you'd go, you'd go, and you'd see that movie, that one movie that came out. You'd see it all summer, like ten times in the theater. Oh right? yeah, like, definitely. You'd just continually go back and see that same movie. I don't think, I don't think that we have that anymore. But then at the same time, like back then, you didn't have home video and stuff right you definitely didn't have dvd and blu-ray no no which in some instances are better experiences visually if not like audio for sure with blu-ray like the audio experience for blu-ray if you've got a great surround sound setup it's amazing but but i mean you you didn't have you didn't even have vhs you didn't even have beta (laughs) no i know no I, i can't remember when vhs actually or Star Wars made its way to VHS. It was probably, I'm assuming, I think it was in the 80s, the mid-80s maybe, uh, maybe even farther than that. I think I think the first time that they came out on video was was around the 10th anniversary for the 10th anniversary set. Yeah, okay, that uh, sounds about right. But yeah. I, I, like, like I said, like I was two years old, so I don't know. Right. And then I was I 13. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, so, uh, go ahead. Uh, no, oh, no, I was just going to say, uh, actually, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> but yeah, um, so so what was it like between Empire and and Return of the Jedi? Because I mean, like for for those of us youngins who've grown up with the movies <laughs> all out, you know, right, like, right. like, I mean, there were, there's no question. Like, I knew who Yoda was before I saw the movies. I knew that Vader was Luke's father before I sat down and watched the first one because it's just part of pop culture now. Oh, yeah. That, that you just know this stuff. So what was it like to come out of Empire with that revelation that, you know, Vader tells Luke that he's his father? But, like, did you take that, you know, as canon, as we would put it in today's terms? Like, was that was that cut and dry or was, was that? Oh, yeah. Just, well, it's, you know, it sort of was. It sort of was because you came out of there and you couldn't believe it. You just could not believe that that could happen because at that time we didn't have much of a backstory on Vader. Basically, he's this guy in a dark suit and he's pure evil. And and there was a little bit of 
Uh, it can't be, you know. Maybe he's just saying that, yeah. you know. Um, you know, I can't, I can't believe that that's his father, you know. And that, that was kind of a point of thought that went on, at least I remember back then. It was, you know, is it really his father? And going to Return of the Jedi, that was when we were going to find out, is this really true or not? And, yeah. of course, we do find out uh, when Luke's talking to Yoda you know, he asked him point blank and he says, yeah, he is. So I think by that time, then you're like, okay, now we know for sure. But I do remember coming out of there and I remember people walking out and that was just the talk of the summer. That was it, you know? So that's something I'll never forget. Cool. Yeah. I wish that I could go back. Like I, I I think about that a lot that, that I know so much about star Wars that it would be, it would be awesome to just, you know, like wipe all of that stuff from my memory for 24 hours and just start over, watch the movies, right? Like just yeah. watch Star Wars and then Empire and then Return of the Jedi and then immediately go and watch the prequels and then watch Clone Wars and just like do all that stuff and like see what the experience is for someone who's getting this as new information because it's so far from new information for me now, you know, like oh, it, yeah. it, there's there's so many things that color my opinion of Star Wars. So much so much knowledge that I've got that you know like <laughs> I'll watch I'll watch uh, I, it's episode three and since the Clone Wars even like since the since the series started airing you'll go back like I'll go back and watch A New Hope and when I watch A New Hope I can hear Hayden Christensen as Vader underneath the helmet even though you can hear the voice of james earl jones like it's still like you can connect those characters and especially since the clone wars i feel like the clone wars is really like heightened that experience because anakin is this other character that we didn't get to see in the movies because in the movies these were like really pivotal moments but the, the clone Wars series are like these moments in between where you see a little bit more of his character and they've just done such a great job of capturing him and Obi-Wan and, and Yoda and Mace to a degree. Cause I mean, like they're, they're not all that fleshed out in the movies, but like just to, to, to fill in forms, the other movies so much, right. That it would be like, it, I, I watch the movies totally differently now. Like I watch a new hope and see the way that Vader acts and you understand why he acts the way he does. And then you see Empire, especially, and you see you see conflict, even though like in front of everybody else he's he's you know, he's the total you know he's he's the dark lord of the Sith, yeah, right? He's so the big he's, dog, yeah. Yeah, he's this imposing force and and but then you like you see him you see him just in front of the Emperor and and all of a sudden that big dog is like a chihuahua. Like he just <laughs> kneels down and he's just like telling yeah. what to do, you know. Right. And yeah. you see you see just how much of a hold the emperor has on him because before that, all you're thinking is, oh, you know, like they're both evil. They both want to go around killing people. There's no other motivation there. They're both bad guys, you know. Like they're both cowboys with black hat. There is to it, right? And you right. Don't, you don't think that like no underneath the helmet is really Anakin and he's subservient and, you know, he's, he's serving the emperor. And now you go back and you watch them and you, and that's how I see them. And 
it's it's a totally different experience so yeah you're uh you're lucky to have that experience of it of it all being fresh uh, yeah you know what that brings up another point too is a lot of people have uh asked or wondered how do we how do you watch the the whole trilogy now that there's six out do you mm-hmm. watch them one two three four five six or do you watch them the way they originally came out, four, five, six, one, two, three? And, you know, everybody has their own opinions. Um, I, myself, would probably kind of mix it up because the, the Vader reveal, as far as being uh, Luke's father, is is huge for me because yeah. I, I lived it back in that era. So that's the way I would introduce it to somebody is, you know, maybe go four or five and then go back to one, two, and then three and six or some kind of variation thereof. But mm-hmm. to have that, the, the four or five where you find out that Vader is Luke's father, that's, that's pretty huge in my book. So, um, and then you also talked about the Clone Wars, how it shows Obi-Wan and Anakin together. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that makes episode three, the very end there, you're like, okay, that makes sense. Now these guys were, inseparable pretty much throughout the whole clone wars yeah, yeah. and uh i don't know if you saw episode three the the deleted scene there's a deleted scene where they um i think they're going after grievous and they, they fall through uh they fall into water but before that they do kind of hand signals to each other and i, I thought that kind of showed how these guys have been together so much that hand signals is a way they can communicate to get something done yeah. Yeah. You know, and whoever has the episode 3 DV, ch- check that out because that was one thing I noticed when watching them. I watched them, I don't know, it was a month or two, and I just wanted to see again what was on there. And I saw that and I go, wow, you know, that kind of ties into the Clone Wars. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a difficult thing because, I mean, I, I'm sure that a lot, of the, a lot of the younger listeners who have grown up with with the Phantom Menace being one of the first Star Wars movies that they saw, um, they they might feel completely differently. I don't know. That's something that you guys should write in and and let us know about. Because for me, it's it's four, five, six, and then I can watch one, two, three as a separate thing, and then and then Clone Wars is almost an entirely separate thing. But I was at I was out with some friends uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we were there was like a Star Wars trivia thing. And uh, and a friend of mine had uh, love Star Wars trivia. Had written some questions, <laughs> and one of the questions was name all six Star Wars movies in order, and uh, and somebody did it. And then after the question, I was like, "But that's not fair. Like, yeah. That's which not, order are we talking about? That's not accurate because there aren't six there aren't six movies anymore. Now there's seven movies. Do you count Clone Wars as one of the movies? Like." Or, or does that not count? It got a theatrical release. It's got its own Blu-ray and DVD. You know, like it's it's you its own it. thing. Yeah, like I, I feel like you do have to count it because, I mean, and I don't want to get too heavy into it, but there's this whole canon controversy going on. If you got, if anybody listens to the Force Cast, which if you're listening to this, I almost guarantee you're listening to the Force Cast. And if you are listening to this and you don't listen to the Force Cast, that's just silly. You guys should be listening to the Force Cast because this is just Clone Wars news. That's what we focus on here. 
if you want the rest of your Star Wars news, go to the Forcecast because they're talking about a lot of stuff that I'm not talking about. But one thing that they're really focused on right now is this whole canon controversy. And uh, and this sort of fits all right all into it because it's like, do you count the Clone Wars movie as canon alongside, you know, episodes one through six? Do you, right. do you count the TV series as canon? Because, I mean, George Lucas doesn't have any real involvement with the novels or the comic books. I mean, he's even said as much. It used to be thought that everything goes across his desk and he gives it the okay, but that's impossible. Like, no, that's, I don't think he does anymore. That's just ridiculous. There's yeah. no way that he could have ever done that. He would have All he would have ever been doing was reading books and then signing pieces of paper to say, you know, I read this book and it was, you know, change this, do this, you know, like whatever. Yeah, but, no. but yeah, like it, it, it really brings up that whole canon controversy where you're like, is, is this stuff canon? Is this stuff not canon? Like what, what makes it into that category? And for me, I mean, the, the thing that always comes up with me when it comes to canon is that I don't really care what's canon. I like Star Wars. I like the movies. I like the Clone Wars. I like some of the comics. I like some of the books. And then I hate some of the stuff. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of the comics that I just really don't like. I mean, yeah. Uh, there's there's a great deal of it that's just it's crap. But I mean, I read I read a lot of comic books. So you know, you can't compare some of the licensed Star Wars stuff or any of the licensed stuff. I mean, not even just Star Wars, but also like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or, you know, movie tie-in stuff, you know, whatever. With with something like Green Lantern Rebirth that was written by Jeff Johns or, you know, All-Star Superman that that, that was just done by uh, uh, Grant Morrison and Frank Quitely. Like, right. The, these comics are amazing works of art, and then the Star Wars comics, for the most part, are cash grabs or, you know, just pulp stories. So there's there's a really big difference there, and uh, and I don't think that Dark Horse realizes that that their stuff isn't quite up to snuff with the rest of comic books, but it's because everybody buys it, so oh, yeah. it doesn't really make yeah. a difference, right? Like that's yeah. a whole other thing, but. Well, like, I remember I asked you um, last time, I, I don't know, maybe it was a couple of times ago I talked to you about the canon issue. And, mm-hmm. you know, do we take the encyclopedia as canon? Is Wikipedia canon? And you said, you know, it didn't really matter to you. Um, mm-hmm. You like what you like. And, and I think that the Clone Wars movie is canon, the TV show is canon, <clears throat> yeah. if, if you want to go with the canon issue here, or, or GL as they call it. Yeah. George Lucas canon. Um, and then, of course, the EU is another story. But there's so much information in these encyclopedias, and there's so much information about some of these characters that characters that have died mm-hmm. and, you know, have come back. Like, of course, Boba Fett. Did he come back? You know, did he... Did he I, you know, according to the encyclopedia or Wikipedia, he got out of the Sarlacc pit or the yeah. EU... So, you know, is is he out? I mean, according to Lucas, is he out? Well, who cares, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, you just take it for what it is. And, uh, you know, speaking of Boba Fett, 
we might be seeing him uh, in this year's Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah, the rumors going around. I mean, rumors for those, going around. For those who haven't watched the the trailer, which we're gonna play the audio from the trailer later in this episode, but if you haven't seen the trailer, then uh, here comes the big spoiler: there are Mandalorians in this season. Um, I mean, you know what? Like, I'll just come out and say it. That's the heart of this whole canon controversy right now. Right. Um, the fact that there are Mandalorians, and these aren't like it's not like it's a scattered, you know, couple of Mandalorians. These guys are true Mandalorians from Mandalore or something like that, and they're showing up, you know, to to hunt down the Jedi and that sort of thing. And because the whole theme is bounty hunters, so right. so they brought in Mandalorians, which you know that's all well and good. Mandalorians are cool. I don't have a problem with Mandalorians. I do have a problem with the fact that there's a lot of established continuity that says that Mandalorians are rare, you know, because if you just make, you know, Mandalorians something that are all over the place in star Wars, all of a sudden Boba Fett is, is next to worthless. You know, just, just because he's the best of the Mandalorians doesn't really mean a lot. I mean, here's, here's what I'll equate it to because at, I, the outset of Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi was the only Jedi. You know, like in the in the initial movie, when you sat down and watched that, right. there was one Jedi and one Jedi alone, and that was Obi-Wan Kenobi. A long time ago, there were other Jedi, but now there's only Obi-Wan, and there's one Sith. There's Vader, right? And then as we go... And the Emperor. Yeah, well, but we don't know the Emperor yet, right? We That's don't know true. He's a Sith. We don't That's know any true. of that stuff yet, so... You get into to the further movies and, you know, Obi-Wan's dead and Luke goes and trains with Yoda and then Yoda passes away. And so there, there's only ever one Jedi in those movies, in the original movies, because when Yoda passes away, Luke's not a Jedi yet. Right. Even though, you know, he might be claiming to be at Jabba's palace, you know, and he's got his own lightsaber and all that sort of stuff. He's not a Jedi until the end of that movie when he confronts Vader and then he's a Jedi. Right. Right. And, uh... And that made a Jedi something incredibly special. And so when the West End Games role-playing game came out, you know, if you wanted to be a Jedi character, it was it was very difficult. And when the original um, Star Wars Galaxies uh, online uh, RPG came out, it, there was a whole series of stuff that you had to do to become a Jedi in that you couldn't just make a Jedi right off the bat in that original game. And now with the prequels, there's Jedi everywhere. And so, you know, lightsabers are not that, that exciting anymore. <laughs> they're, they're so commonplace. Everybody's got one, you know. Some, sometimes characters that aren't even Jedi have lightsabers, like, like Grievous. He's not even a Jedi. He's not even Force-sensitive. And he's got but four. He's, yeah, he's walking around. Well, he's got a whole collection of them, you know? And, right. and, he's, and then you get video games that have stormtroopers with lightsabers and, and all this sort of thing. And, it, and, and every time you do that, you lessen the impact of Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi when that lightsaber pops out of R2 and he grabs it on the, sa- on the skiff right. and ignites that thing. You know... I guess I guess ten years ago, ten years ago, that moment had way different meaning and way different import than it does now. Because nowadays, 
you show the the battle from a new hope to a kid and and they're like what was that that's not even a lightsaber fight you know right and, slow right yeah like but but i'm sure in 77 it was it was freaking amazing you know like i bet it was the most intense thing anybody had ever seen on screen oh yeah yeah of definitely. that sort you know like there'd been sword fighting and stuff but these guys are fighting with laser swords you know like it's a totally different thing but now it's like who cares you know there's so many jedi that it's more interesting to look at those other characters who aren't jedi like han solo and chewbacca and princess leia and padme and you know all those guys that are running around in boba fett that that don't have lightsabers because now everybody has a lightsaber so it's not that big of a deal right right but now boba fett i mean and don't get me started on the fact that boba fett's not effective anymore because now he's a little you know baby clone right 12 year old <laughs> you know yeah like there's that but now you you bring mandalorians into it and you say that there are mandalorians all over the place well that doesn't make any sense because we've had the republic commando video game that says otherwise you've got the republic commando book series of books you've got uh open season which was the django fett, Django comic, fett comic. Commando, previous to episode two and right that was good You've got all these things that are established lore and, and, you know, whether they came from George Lucas or not, people put work into that stuff. There are artists and writers and programmers and publishers and editors and all sorts of people that, you know, like they put their blood, sweat and tears into that stuff saying, well, we really want to have Mandalorians in this season because it's about bounty hunters and, uh, well, you know what? It's going to sell a lot of action figures. So, uh, so you know what? You know what? You know that stuff's that stuff's all well and good. But uh, but George says that he wants Mandalorians in this season. So, you know, screw all those people and all of their hard work because now it's all moot point. So, I mean, you end up with Karen Travis saying, "Awesome! I haven't finished my my Order sixty six Republic Commando storyline yet." But uh, the you know, traversity. I guess yeah, but I guess now I never will because now it doesn't make any sense. And and she said she wrote in her in her reply on her blog that she could write the book and put it out and and you know it would it would have closure for those people who want it. But ten years from now, nobody's gonna look at that in the context of what's going on right now. They're just gonna go, that makes no sense. Right. That doesn't make any sense because in the Clone Wars cartoon series there's Mandalorians everywhere. So this lady clearly did not have her facts right. And and I totally feel for her. She put a lot of work into those books. Um, she did, Whether yeah. you like them or not, you know? Because, I mean, I liked the first one and the second one, but I didn't even finish the second one because they're kind of heavy books, you know? Like, they're, right. they're very dense. There's a lot of talking. They're like the Alan Moore equivalent. <laughs> well, a lot of people like those books. So yeah, that was, I mean, that was pretty big news. Uh, among the 501st community especially, I mean, right. you guys are huge into the Republic Commando stuff because it's all about the military hierarchy of of the Republic government and then, you know, what you can... Then, like, I mean, in the last book, it even starts to get in to the Imperial Commandos. So, right. you know, like, it, that, those are sort of the, the gateway into that world. But 
I mean, what what of that can you take away from it now? You can't take anything away because in six months, somebody else is going to come along and say it's it's all wrong. So <laughs> so what difference does it make? Yeah. Like like the the real part of this whole thing is what's the point in investing in any of this storytelling? What's the point of reading the new comic book series Invasion, which I'm picking up and is pretty good so that everybody knows um like what's what's the point of that if if it's just gonna get you know disqualified later on down the road right you know i don't know yeah well you just talked about how jedi with lightsabers and is that getting boring do you think that the clone wars team is is kind of on the same thought process and said hey let's go with the bounty hunters i know the bounty hunters were apparently off limits according to dave filoni and all of a sudden bam we're gonna looks like we're gonna have a whole season of just bounty hunters so you think they're trying to instead of having jedi fight every single episode which i i'm you know i'm cool with but i guess not every episode <clears throat> that's why i'm so into this cad bane character mm-hmm. i mean the whole Western feel to him. I love Westerns, you know, Clint Eastwood, yeah, yeah. you know, and this character for me has just got everything. I mean, he's, he looks great. He's got a, the, the voice is great. The, the attitude, the whole, his persona, the whole thing is cool with him. Yeah. So, you know, it, <clears throat> like I said, I think they're trying to go, they're going for something different here with the bounty hunters and, I mean, what do you think? I mean, you think they're trying to get away from the lightsaber fights every every week, or with the bounty hunter thing? Well, I, I think I think that that with the prequels, there like with the whole prequel era, there's a there's an element of Star Wars that's missing, and it is that Western element because in in the original trilogy, you've got Han Solo and Chewbacca, who are really you know a sheriff and his deputy sort of thing, like. Right. Uh, among other things, but like that's one of their their attitudes. Um, and and I mean, if if people want to disagree with me, they can disagree with me. But uh, all you got to do is you got to go back to a Charles Bronson flick called Red Sun. Actually, the original title was uh, it, it was in French. It was uh, Soleil Rouge. But uh, in this movie, Charles Bronson is a cowboy, and uh, and uh, oh, I can't the the name of the other guy is uh, is escaping me at the moment. Yeah, I can't but, um, but he plays a samurai from from Japan who's protecting uh, who's protecting the the Japanese diplomat who's traveling from the west to the east to meet with the president of the United States. So uh, you know stuff goes down and and this sword gets stolen and this samurai is tasked with returning it. And uh, and Charles Bronson was one of the guys who who was trying to steal it, uh, but gets double crossed by his partner, and uh, and so the two the, the this cowboy and samurai team up, and uh, and if you watch this movie, if you watch it, I guarantee you you will get the same impression that I did, and that's that uh, that that these guys are Han Solo and Obi Wan. Like right. if uh, the movie came out in seventy one. So that would have been right around the time that George Lucas was really finalizing his his. Uh, let's see, uh, 
Toshiro Mifune, uh, if I'm saying his name properly. But uh, like these these guys are totally, totally Han Solo and Obi Wan, and their relationship is is identical. I mean, okay, the the samurai is a little bit more. Uh, he's younger, so he's a little bit more brash, I guess, and he's a little bit he's a little bit more pig-headed than mm-hmm. Obi-Wan was. But, um, uh, but I mean, that's Alec Guinness. I'm sure on the page it probably looked a lot more like like it looks in, in, in this movie. But, I mean, it's an awesome movie, so people should go back and watch it because, especially with you young kids, you don't watch a lot uh, enough of this older stuff. <laughs> you go back and watch these movies because yeah. these are the movies that inform everything else. You know, like, I, I guarantee you that the younger kids that go back and watch this movie it was uh it was called uh shanghai noon you know with jackie chan and owen wilson, owen wilson it's very yeah, similar right? you can yeah. see that shanghai noon stole a lot from this movie but you know star wars steals a lot from it and and it's it just shows that like that western influence is heavy in the original trilogy and it's totally missing from the prequels because there is no han solo character there is no chewbacca mm-hmm. there's no that's it's just not happening right in the movie so no i like i like the way that where this is going and yeah like i said right now he's he's going to be the focus it looks like and um i'm excited about it because i I love the character already and he's at that point now where where um boba fett was don't really know too much about him yet but he's just got a cool look and He's even got the gauntlets like like Fett does, and he's got the the repulsors on his feet, on his boots. So yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you, you like? You like the character? Yeah, I really enjoyed Cad Bane. Um, I I also enjoyed some of the the characters that came with him. Uh, the little, oh yeah, yeah. The little fish guy. Robonino. Yeah, yeah. Robonino. I actually really liked Robonino, and and uh, he's coming back this season as well, and. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm like, and then there's there's these new characters, the uh, a couple of new bounty hunters that, that we haven't really uh, heard a lot about yet. Right. Um, one of them's an Aqualish, and the other one is uh, is uh, oh man, Plotite? No, uh, Zabrak. Oh, Zabrak. Zabrak. Oh, right. right. Which yeah. which I'm gonna set I'm gonna set you people straight once and for all. Okay, Darth Maul is not a Zabrak. There was a Zabrak on the Jedi Council in episode one, uh, but Darth Maul is not a Zabrak. Darth Maul is an Iridonian, and they're different. They're both humanoids <laughs> with horns on their heads, but Iridonians have a crown of horns that goes all the way around their head, and then they've got like the couple on the on the top of their head, like uh, on the on the top of their scalp. But uh, Zabrak only have a few horns on the front of their head, and then they have hair growing from about the middle of their head back. Right. So there's a there's a big difference there. You that, set me straight. That, that nobody's uh, nobody's recognized. Oh man, I have heard guys on the Force cast. I think I've heard I've heard people from Lucasfilm call Darth Maul a Zabrak, and it's not right because back in '99 they did a set of stickers. Uh, that were like travel stickers that were that I saw in uh, in like a Star Wars Insider or I think you know, whatever I, I think it was called the Insider at that point. Yeah, it was. It was the Insider. Um, they, they were like these. 
Yeah, they were like these travel stickers on like that you would like put on a suitcase for like different planets that you've been to. And Darth Maul's head was on a planet called Iridonia. Like it said Iridonia, and I was like, what does that mean? Like, what, what's Iridonia? I thought that he was a Zabrak. Iridonia must be where the Zabrak come from. And then if you check the database, Darth Maul is in fact an Iridonian. He is not a Zabrak. I would just like people to stop saying that he's a Zabrak. Now you set everybody straight right now. Yeah, there we are. We're, we're only, I don't know how far are we into our, into the, into the first episode of this new season. And uh, like half, just a little over half an hour and I'm already on a ridiculous <laughs> tangent rant. Yes. That's what I love. <laughs> well, wait a minute. You're talking about Zabraks now. The, who was on the Jedi council? Was that Eth Koth or was that Agen Kohler? Wasn't, is that who you're talking about as far as being a Zabrak? Okay, uh, here's the other thing. I'm pretty sure, uh, you know what, I'm going I'm to bring up the Wikipedia right now. Let's do it. And, uh, and, and check these facts. But check these facts. I am, I am almost positive that Eth Koth was the one in uh, episode one and that Agen Kolar is his um, Padawan? successor. Yeah, he was okay. his Padawan. Yeah, let's see. Eth Koth, Eth Koth, Fire Life. Uh, over here... Oh, Sharad Het was his apprentice. Uh, behind the scenes, in the initial development of the character Eth Koth was slated to be the leader of the Jedi High Council. Uh, he was originally slated for return for Attack of the Clones, but when the actor Hasari Shapi was unavailable for filming, Tux Akindoyani was brought in to play the part. However, Tux's facial characteristics skin tone male noticeably different from the Hasari version in particular uh, or sorry Hassani Hassani's Koth had noticeable aligned facial tattoos which Tux's lacked and so Tux's Eth Koth was thus deemed the an entirely new character Agen Kolar so uh, hmm. there you go bonus points is. bonus points for me because I know where it is at and what is what and <laughs> you guys all need to bow down right now all uh, hail the yeah. Cohen because that's from the off the top of my head, I know these things. I don't need a an encyclopedia or the essential chronology. Wikipedia, come on, we don't need that. <laughs> only to confirm, only to <laughs> confirm. just for bragging rights. Yes. But yeah. So where were we? We were talking about the bounty hunters, though. <laughs> There's another tangent already. Yeah, man. No, that's good. Like tangents. Yeah, uh, that's what that's what the people ask so i'm happy to deliver but yeah bounty hunters i'm happy to see them oh yeah i am too i think it's uh it's looking good i mean i've we've all seen the trailer hopefully by now there's actually if, two if trailers you if you haven't you're gonna hear it at the end of the episode and if you haven't seen it yet and you don't want to just listen to the audio you can head over to the site because i'm pretty sure yeah, I'm, I'm not pretty sure. I'm positive that I posted the uh, oh, it's on there. The first trailer after the uh, after the the Comic Con spectacular. Oh, okay. Oh, Uh-oh. I'm gonna Here segue into that. Here it comes. <laughs> We're gonna talk about the spectacular now. Uh oh. Because you know what? I almost did a solo podcast like that day. Just on that, yeah. Because holy smokes, was I ever PO'd about that? Yeah, no. Man, oh man, was that such a disappointment. And and I know I'm not the only one because they've talked 
talked about it on the Steve about it, and I've talked to you about it, and it was like the Star Wars letdown of the decade. I mean, yeah, way to way to start off the 2009, you know, new new content because man, it was just it was disgusting. First of all. Whoever decided to let the retards at G4, I mean, that's incredibly offensive to have said, but whoever <laughs> let the idiots at G4 oh, that was horrible. handle that stuff, my God, those guys. I mean, I swear, you could have given it to monkeys in Star Wars t-shirts and they would have done a better job. Because, oh, wow. Yes. Like, first of all, Olivia Munn doesn't, doesn't care. She doesn't give two craps about Star Wars. No, she don't know what's going on. She's probably not even seen all six movies. No. You no. Know? And she's like, Clone Wars? What's a Clone Wars? You know? I, what, are they, are, do they have red noses and floppy shoes? Like, the, the, the girl is an idiot. All right. But there are much more attractive, smarter women out there that you geeks should all be paying attention to because... I tell you, Olivia Munn does not deserve our attention because she is. No, uh, she's something else altogether. And then, and then that the her idiot co-host for is a that Kevin Pereira or Pereira or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Kevin Pereira. That guy is one of the biggest morons I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I'm sorry. Who 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 was he? He was like he was like Bo Skywalker, Luke's. Yeah, he had the long hair, didn't he? The wig. Yeah, Luke's yeah. Uh, trailer trash cousin oh, or yeah. brother or something like that. Stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like, you know what? Don't bother with Star Wars costumes if you guys are just going to be insulting to the fans. Because that's all That's it what was. it was. That's what I thought. Like, I would just rather that she wear regular clothes and be fully clothed than to wear the princess Leia costume with like her shorts underneath it. Cause you know, like that's just lame. And, and, and in her defense, that's how they sell the costume now. Like they oh, sell yeah. it with like these little, these little like biker shorts, these little like purple biker shorts that go underneath it because most girls don't, don't want to wear an actual metal bikini, but like, you know what? <laughs> why not? Don't, I don't know why. Don't uh, it's, you know this is this is I'm I'm incredibly white and I have no business saying this phrase but but they need to stop fronting because because uh, hey, they are not Star Wars fans. You're from and the don't, streets. Yeah, from the streets. <laughs> from the streets of Burnaby. Yeah. <laughs> the hard knock streets of Burnaby. The hard knocks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know, like don't don't insult us. Don't insult us and pretend like you're hardcore Star Wars fans. That you know, like it. Like I'm not. I'm not a costumer, so offended is one thing. I mean, from your perspective, I've seen your Django Fett costume, and it's impressive. My only beef with your Django costume is that you fill out the, the armor way more than Django ever did. <laughs> so you actually look more like Candorous Ordo or, or one of those other bounty hunters that was, like, you know, beefier. But, uh, but your yeah. costume's awesome, so you put that much work into it. And then you get these idiots up on stage who are just being dressed by some unknowledgeable non-Star Wars fan, you know, like stylist off stage. Right. And and it's just insulting to the rest of us because there are a lot of people out there who put a lot of work into costumes. And it's they put a lot of work and a lot of money into it. Work and, and then, money, yeah. And then the, you get these people that that they're they're being paid to show up or whatever, and that's fine. 
but don't pretend like you're hardcore Star Wars fans when you're not. No. You know, like like that. It's not. We don't think you're cooler, and we're not tuning in to see that. You know, like that's not that's not the point. Like I I tuned in. I mean, I didn't get to tune in because I'm in Canada. So well, actually, no, that's not fair. We do get G4 up here, but it's like an extra cable channel, and it's like an expensive cable channel up here. I don't know if it is down there for you guys, but no, it's free. Yeah, oh, well, it comes with my package, but it's like it's like a tier three sort of. It's not right. it's not your basic cable. It's, no, not, it's not basic extra channels. It's the not the premium channel. Just though. before premium, whatever. Yeah, like for us up here, it's like HBO. So like, I'm not gonna pay an extra like six or seven dollars just for the privilege of watching the crap that they put on G4 because that station is terrible on a regular basis. But like, these guys should not have been put in charge of this in the first place where the Lucasfilm representative was, but they were slacking. They were not paying attention. They were not doing their job. And someone at Lucasfilm needs to get severely reprimanded, if not fired for the debacle that was the star Wars spectacular. Cause I mean, like they made a really big deal out of it. It was the first televised panel from star from san diego comic San Diego comic-con yeah. which is like history and for star wars to be breaking that ground is awesome and i was so proud that star wars was the one that was doing it and then we saw it and it was just disgusting like it was it was such a disgrace to star wars to comic-con to geeks everywhere which i mean we've come so far in the last 10 years and and there's g4 just knocking us right back down it's like i i am happier with the triumph the incident on conan o'brien from from you know when they did uh attack of the clones when he showed up at the lineup and you know showed us for the nerds that we are yeah you know like i'm way more proud of, of that than I am of of the G4 Star Wars Spectacular because at least that was true. That was honest. That wasn't BS, you know? Like, they weren't trying to to make it cool. Like, it was like, you know, you're showing the Star Wars geeks and, and we're in line and we're hardcore like that in our costumes and stuff. And, and, yeah, you can make fun of us because it is a lifestyle that it's a little bit different from everybody else. And that's cool we deserve to be made fun of for that sort of stuff. Like, <laughs> like we can laugh at it too. It's yeah, all we laugh good at ourselves, because we're just out there to have a good time. And as long as we have a good time, then whatever, you know, but, but G4 tries to make it something that it, it's not, that was just, I don't know. It was just insulting to the rest of us. And, and then, and then on top of everything to add insult to injury, I guess, I guess injury to insult. Cause the first part was insulting. I, uh, the content that came out of out of Comic Con was not that exciting. No, no. For for the way that they pumped it up, you know, no. like to get to get uh, a new trailer, which we would have gotten anyways, you know, and to not hear anything about the live action series, not hear anything about Celebration Five, to not hear any of this stuff that that we were all sitting there going like, what's the big announcement? Well, here's the big announcement. The Force Unleashed Ultimate Sith Edition. <laughs> well, guess what? That information oh, two weeks before. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I already knew about it. Anybody who who goes on Kotaku or IGN knew about that two weeks before the the panel. So, you know, like, what was the point? 
Yeah, I, I thought there the same no thing. Music. I thought we were going to get something really big. I'm thinking, wow, you know, it's going to be like you said, the live action series, Star Wars in 3D, Blu-ray. I mean, there was a yeah, ton yeah. of things. Star a ton Wars of things they were talking Blu-ray about. Blu-ray were probably the most probable ones that were going to come out of that, and then or C5. They didn't, they didn't even get mentioned. Like, like nobody even said anything. So it's like, is Star Wars in 3D still happening? Nobody even knows. No, yeah, no? no, yeah. And I think any any Star Wars fan watching that was like thinking the same thing about the two hosts. Like, this is they're clowns. And then you can see how it almost looked like every panel person they brought up, Filoni, um, and somebody else, they were messing with the wig, and it was like, come on, you know, what is yeah. this? Yeah, and. Yeah, it didn't show it didn't show the respect oh. that that we deserve as fans. And I feel like that's been the attitude at Lucasfilm for the last years. Since episode three, so I guess it's not quite that long. But I mean when was episode three? Episode three was two thousand and three. Sorry, two thousand and five. Two thousand and five, yeah. yeah. So, so we're four years away from that. And I feel like since episode three came out, we've kind of been treated like you know, whatever. It doesn't matter what we do; they'll buy it anyways. Right. And and there's only one person, one group of people that you can blame for that, and that's the fans. That's all of us. Like I'm gonna call us all out, which I which I'm prone to doing on the show, and say it's our fault. The reason why the comic books, for the most part, suck. The reason why the books are getting more and more ridiculous and so outlandish and and just just pointless and uh, contradictory to one another and all that stuff is because it doesn't make a difference what quality they put out we buy it right right don't you? you you buy it and and i'm guilty of it and and i'm sure you're guilty of it matt and everybody else out there is totally guilty of it and you know it started with hasbro and they started putting out crappy figures but we bought them by the bucket bucket load because you know, there's completionists out there, and, and rather than rather than look at the quality of the figures and see if they actually were getting better, didn't matter. You guys like you just wanted more, you know. Like everybody just wanted more, so they pump out more. And you know, you want new characters, so they put out new characters. But it doesn't matter if those new characters are cool characters or if they're the characters that we actually want. You know, like so we end up with shirtless palpatine you know <laughs> like we end up with, with these, you know to borrow something from uh from the force cast you know yeah, like right. we end up with this ridiculous stuff that that nobody asked for nobody really wanted that's the collectors cool figures, like a good uh new jedi order luke which which is something that everybody kind of wanted because yeah we got a new jedi order luke in that in that evolutions pack but it sucked it was yeah. terrible. There was no design process behind it. They took the body of an old figure and the head off another Luke figure and they slammed them together and they conned everybody into thinking it was a new figure, you know, and they painted them kind of different. Just a repaint. Yeah. You know, like, and, and they're doing this to us and they're doing it to us with the books and the comics. And uh, the only place they're not doing it to us, I think, is with Clone Wars. There's actual time and honest effort that's going into that which is making it one of the standout things for Star Wars fans. But uh, I'm going to go back to a year ago and call myself out on the Force Unleashed. All right. And uh, 
I gave that game a ridiculously glowing review. And yeah, it's a year old tech, and I went back to play it recently because they released the uh, the Tatooine level pack. So, so you know, like I was a fan of that game. So uh, they also added trophy support for those of us on on the PS3. So, so I downloaded the new pack, even though. You know, like their Lucas Arts are being a bunch of jerks by putting out the Ultimate Sith Edition with uh, the exclusive Hoth level for those of us who uh, were early adopters and bought the game the day that it came out. You know, mm-hmm. and now we're getting screwed. I mean, I've spent over a hundred dollars on that game. Yeah, and I gotta buy it gonna again. Go, somebody's gonna go pick it up for sixty bucks with the Ultimate Sith. Th- th- I can't Sith talk. Edition. Say that six Ultimate times. Ultimate Sith Edition. Yeah, say it six times fast. <laughs> and uh, and they're gonna get everything that I paid a hundred dollars for for sixty bucks, and that's just insulting. Like that's ridiculous that they're that they're doing that. But that's not Lucas Arts. That's the video game industry. That's a whole other thing. Because game game of the year dating that everybody's doing. But you know, because they put out all this downloadable content. Not everybody has internet access. But in my opinion, if you don't have internet access in two thousand and nine. What business do you have owning a PS3? <laughs> you know, like if or you Xbox can't, 360. If you can't afford the internet, then why did you spend five hundred dollars on a PlayStation 3? That doesn't make any sense to me. Right, yeah. You'd save that money and you spend your ten dollars a month on the internet so that you can have email, like the rest of us in civilized society. Mm-hmm. But that's coming from a guy who works on the internet for a living. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, like. I go back and I play the game, and uh, and a year later it does not hold up. It's really shallow gameplay. Uh, it's glitchy as all get out. You know, like it is just ridiculous. Yeah. When it comes to the glitches in that game, and uh, and the production quality when you some of the other stuff that's come out in the last year or soon after that in the holiday season, it was just not up to par. Um, yeah. But it's at the level where a licensed game generally is, and I guess that's what licensed games are. I put it at the same level that I put the new Ghostbusters game, which just came out a little while ago, but it was supposed to be released around the same time. I heard so, that was good. Is it good? It, it, you know, it is good. Like, and, and, and The Force Unleashed is a good game. No, I thought it was okay, yeah. It's not, it's not like the 9.5 that I gave it, you know? Not when you go back and you play something that's recently come out like Batman, Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum, yeah unbelievable like i i defy you to find a major flaw in arkham asylum there are hardly any glitches there's solid gameplay throughout it's it's interesting gameplay that evolves as you play the game uh you can go back through it and play it again the the extras and the the hunting stuff the trophies everything's wicked in that game and it just shows what's lacking in all of these other licensed games. And and it's because licensed games just kind of get put out there. And and with Star Wars, we're totally guilty of just buying whatever they put out. And this this brings me to the other topic that, that me and Matt were talking about a little while ago. Oh, here it's, it comes. This new this new ready. Republic what is it, Republic Heroes? It's Republic That's Heroes, yeah, it's, yeah. Don't bother. Yeah, you give me give me your impressions first, because I've been talking forever. Well, here it is. Um, I tried, I de- put the download, I demoed it and, you know, I got maybe five minutes into it and I was done with it. It just, I thought I was playing like a, it's like it's marketed for an eight year old or something, Yeah. you know, and 
with the the force force unleashed, I thought that, like like you, it was pretty good. I thought the story was better than the game. Yeah, um, yeah. I read the sure. book. The story was awesome. And you know, it was a great story. Yeah. Uh, but the gameplay wasn't wasn't up to par. And yeah. Republic Heroes is not even worth the demo download. I mean, if you're, I don't know, to me, but you know, I'm used to playing, you know, Call of Duties and and games like that. So it's a whole different um, demographic, I guess. Yeah. And you were talking about Arkham Asylum. Now there is a connection with Arkham Asylum and Clone Wars season two, episode one. And that there is, is there is. Do you know? Do you know what it is? Uh, are you going to say Paul Dini? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, you know, I guess great writers. I mean, he wrote Arkham Asylum, and, and he's been around for a while. And he wrote yeah. Cloak of Darkness last year, which was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, you know, it was it was lauded as one of the better episodes. But I think when when all is said and done, you go and you look back at season one, and, and it was a good episode, but it wasn't one of the most amazing. I mean, no. Hostage Crisis stands out. Uh, the the final that last trilogy, the Ryloth trilogy, trilogy, was Ryloth, amazing. Right? Yeah. yeah, and Trespass, Trespass stands out as the most Star Wars of all of those. Those, now, uh, yeah, because it had it had the political stuff, it had the action, it had the Jedi, it had the wisdom, it had had everything that you want. And, oh, it was the Trespass is going to be my favorite episode until something amazing comes along. Yes, but it didn't have Kit was, Fisto in it. It didn't have Kit Fisto. Oh, but that's but that's why the <laughs> the, uh, the Clone Wars comics is making up for it by okay. having uh, I it's got a three part series right now. This I actually just finished this month, shoot. So uh, probably in the next couple months, you guys will be able to pick up the trade. But uh, the latest issue or the latest three issues have this storyline with Kit Fisto and Plo Koon on an ice planet. With uh, with Major Ozel, who we all know will later on become Admiral Ozel, who uh, will come out of light speed too quickly, <laughs> and uh, you know he's as clumsy as he is stupid. And you see the you see the origin of that character as Major Ozel. And man, uh, you know I harsh on the comics and I harsh on the EU a lot. This storyline is standout. The art in the comic is amazing. Like it's it's wicked. It's so great. They capture Kit Fisto and Plo Koon perfectly. It's on this great ice planet with like these walrus aliens, like these walrus man aliens. And uh, I don't mean walrus man is in you know the action figure, which we later find out is Poe Nababa, who's an Aqualish, but actual walrus people. Um, but yeah, like it's just. It's such a great story that would have made an awesome three-part episode, but that's what the good comics are. And then there's also the crappy comics. But wait for the trade. Pick up the trade when it comes out because it's a really good story. And it's just the Clone Wars. Yeah, it's just Star Wars, the Clone Wars. Okay. Uh, it's by my bedside. It's not at my desk, so I can't I can't grab the title for for you guys right now. But it, it'll have, like, Kit Fisto or Plo Koon on the cover in... In cold weather gear, which was one of my favorite parts of Trespass, was the Obi-Wan and Anakin in cold weather gear. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Everybody should pick that up. There it but, is. But uh, where were we? What were we talking about? <laughs> oh, we Paul were talking Dini. about video games and Paul Dini. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, I mean, he's been around, like I said, he's been around for a while, done a lot of different things. 
Yeah. And so uh, there's a lot of people that are looking forward to to him jumping back in the Clone Wars. So we'll see uh, what happens with the first episode. I mean, it's looking good. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, the the new season does look good. It looks like they they corrected a lot of the mistakes that they made. Um, and uh, and I guess I guess I'll just come out and say it right now because uh, one of the reasons why I didn't do an episode over the summer was because as the summer went on, uh, I gained a little bit more more and more perspective on season one, and uh, and I don't know. I found myself growing a little bit more negative towards it. Uh, there were definitely some standout moments, like the ones that I just talked about. But as a whole, I feel like season one, although it was like a critical success on an episode-by-episode episode basis, and it was definitely a rating success, and even over the summer, continued to be a rating success, um, I feel like the season as a whole, and you guys are, I think, going to agree when the Blu-ray comes out uh, in November... But uh, the season as a whole is just not cohesive and and really fails as a season. And, uh, and, and you know, I think that's because they intended on it originally being um, one-off episodes that didn't have anything to do with one another. And then because of budget reasons and because it takes so long to create, uh, you know, new character renders and, and different versions of characters and stuff like that. It's like talked about it on the show before by the time we get to the second half of the season all of a sudden things are a lot more lush and there's more aliens walking around and it's just a lot more interesting because they already had the assets made when it came to anakin and obi-wan and mace and yoda and you know all the battle droids and the commando droids and all these different things so you know the first few episodes really really because of that but by the second half it gets a little bit better and i don't know it i enjoyed it i mean it just it just wasn't cohesive for me I, and yeah it did jump around a lot and and yeah. I'm, I'm willing to i guess give them a pass because it's such a new thing and they're kind of feeling their way out like you said and yeah. Yeah. um it like you said it, it kind of gained momentum towards the very end there and then ended on a on a really good note, even though that was a season two um, production run as far as yeah. hostage crisis. Yeah. But yeah. I think we saw it kind of grow throughout, and then hopefully this season it's just going to get better and better. So um, I think it's going the right way. Yeah. They're doing a good yeah. job. So. Um, well, we've gotten into all of this discussion, and we're still not even done the, the outro, uh, the intro. That? I know we have to get to that the mailbag. Yeah, yeah, we got the news in the mailbag. So let's let's uh, let's cut off the discussion there. Okay. I think that that uh, although I did I did too much talking and I should let you talk more. Uh, I think now people have a better sense of of who the crankster is. And those of you who are on the forums, you guys you guys already know him. So uh, yeah. So there you go. That's crankster that's, is in the house. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna get into the news now. And, uh, and uh, you know, on our rundown, I've only got one item, but I'm going to add another one. The first piece of news that I'm going to go over is uh, is actually something that I just mentioned, which is that the, the uh, Blu-ray and DVD are coming out in November, uh, November 3rd to be precise. And uh, DVD is going to be forty four ninety nine ish and uh, Blu-ray $59.99. $59. So, yeah. so about a $15 difference. Um, 
totally worth it for the blue ray as i you if you if anybody out there has a blu-ray player uh the difference between the clone wars tv series and standard def or even like dvd quality and high def quality is day and night it's amazing and if you watch that show if you watch the show in standard def i feel really sorry for you and before november 3rd you need to get out there get yourself a blu-ray player a high def TV, a good one, not a crappy cheap high def TV, but a high def TV, a Blu-ray player, and then you need to get season one on Blu-ray, and you need to watch it because you will be amazed. Like you're gonna go nuts, and then you oh, gotta yeah. get Cartoon Network HD, which which I, I don't have. even have access to. Which I have, fortunately. Yeah, you've got it. Oh yeah, I get to watch it in glorious high def every week. Yeah, rub it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really good though. And Blu-rays is going to look that much better, plus the sound yeah. better. So, yeah, and I think I think that the Blu-ray is going to have a couple more special features on it. Uh, see, Blu-ray exclusive, Longer Jedi episodes, Temple archives, yeah, yeah, a few other things. So, so yeah, I that's exciting that that stuff's coming out. I uh, I mean, it's still a little ways away, but uh, it comes out before the Star Trek Blu-ray. So, so we're beating them to the punch on that one, which. Uh, which I'm going to be honest and say I'm a little bit more wanting the uh, the Star Trek Blu-ray, but uh, that's another thing. I'm oh. just going to we're just we're, going to move on from that. We'll have to edit that out. <laughs> yeah, we have to edit. That out. <laughs> Man, I cannot wait for that movie to come out on Blu-ray. I didn't do my review of that either, which I, man, that was an awesome movie. But uh, anyways, continuing with the news, the other news is obviously that uh, that Clone Wars returns to Cartoon Network on October 2nd, which, as of this recording, is what? It's just a little over... Two weeks? No. For a week away. week away. Yeah, yeah. Wow. A, a week away, not a week away. Just... Week away? Ooh, nice. Just, just <laughs> for clarification. Uh, it's just a little bit over a week away. Uh, <laughs> it's a little taller than a week away, I guess. Um, yeah, because uh, by the time this goes out, you guys will probably get this about midweek, which means that it'll be about the 23rd, and, uh, and a week from Friday is the uh, is the season premiere. So uh, I know everybody's anticipating that, because season two looks amazing. It looks unbelievable. I can't wait for it to get started, because like I was saying, I feel like all the, all the mistakes that they made, which... which like I'm not faulting them for the mistakes. You're gonna make mistakes in the first season of a series. Go back and watch season one of Smallville, and then watch the latest season of Smallville, and they are a completely different series. Um, watch season one of Lost. Watch the current anything. Watch the first season of Heroes, and you're actually watching a good show. Oh yeah. Watch the current season of Heroes, and uh, which actually premieres tonight. And I don't even know if I'm gonna watch because that show is terrible. Uh, you know, like it, yeah. You learn things along the way. And uh, most shows get better as they go. Um, I find season three is usually where a season, where a series peaks, peaks right. and it'll it'll really get into the into the groove, and they haven't run out of ideas. And then by season four, you start to see the same stuff over again, or members of the cast start leaving, or characters are so different from who they were at the beginning that it's not the same show anymore, and. You know, things really change. But season three, I feel like, is, is where a series really hits its stride. But season two is often one of the better ones. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is a good example of that. Season two gets really good. 
and then season three is amazing. Like season three, in my opinion, is the best one. But I get the feeling that's where we're going with Clone Wars. Yeah, and we only gonna have four, maybe five seasons. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hundred episodes. Hundred episodes. So, um, yeah. do you want to go to the to the trailer now, or you want to hit the mailbag? Let's let's hit the mailbag. We'll it's leave the, the trailer for the end. Okay. Uh, so so let's hit the mailbag. Uh, Let's see. Do you, would you like to do the honors and read the uh, read this out as, right. as someone who was in this position waiting for me to put an episode out all summer? That's right. This is from Jimbo, and he says, "I listen to every episode of Frontlines, and have been waiting for you to release another episode. The summer has come and gone, but you have not released a single podcast. I'm kind of getting worried, and I'm honestly mad." That you, that you did not come through with releasing anything this summer, especially after hearing you go on about summer episodes during the last podcast. Now, here we go. This is in bold now. Is Frontlines here to stay? I need to know or I will go insane. Please reply quickly. And that's from Jimbo. And now I, I don't I don't remember if I actually replied to him. I think I did. I think I replied to, to him in an email right away because this was, this was about a week ago or two weeks ago. But uh, don't go insane, Jimbo. It's yeah, here now. Don't it's relax. Back. We're back. We're faster. We're more intense. You know, <laughs> like it's, it's everything's better. Everything's bigger. It's season two. I mean, uh, I'm I'm working on a new look for the site. Um, you know, like so that so that you've got a little bit more to do on the website, so that it's not just somewhere to to listen to the episodes or to uh, to hit the subscribe button, which is what I know a lot of you do. Um, it's got, I'm, I'm looking at putting up stuff. I put a post on the forum asking you guys what kind of stuff you'd like to see in a new site. Uh, one person said like to have a poll on, on the website, which, which the polls that go on, on the, uh, on the forums, I know some of you guys really like that stuff. So, so I'm looking at doing like a, a, a weekly poll on the website. Um, Anybody out there, I think I said this last season, but anybody out there who wants to write news stories, um, send me an email and, and get in contact with me and, uh, and we'll see, like, we'll, we'll get you set up with that. And, uh, you know, I'm looking for, like, like people to write news posts because uh, I can't be everywhere all at once and I don't see everything that's on the internet. Like, other people see stuff that I don't, so, so more eyes is better. I, articles. So if you've got something about Clone Wars that you want to talk about, uh, write up an article and then send it in to me and, uh, and I might post it. And that's anybody. Like, you don't have to be a regular contributor. If you've got something Clone Wars related or even just Star Wars related that's kind of related to Clone Wars, write it up in a, in a nice professional manner uh, with no typos, please. And, uh, and, I'm, and I might post that. And... Uh, uh, reviews of stuff. I know Matt. We were talking about you. You're gonna go see Star Wars in concert. That's coming and up in gonna, a couple weeks. Yeah. You're gonna let us know know how that was. So anybody else who's having other experiences, if you're you went to a convention or something like that, and you wanna you wanna let people know what went down at a convention, you know, like correspondence and stuff like that. Yeah, I would love for you guys to be more involved. I'd love to have a bigger team uh, over at the website, and I'm trying to build a new website to accommodate that stuff. So. Uh, but I can do that better if I know if I know what I'm in for if I know what you guys want to do with it. So send me emails, jump over to the forum, let me know what you guys want in in the faster, more intense Clone Wars 2.0 website. 
uh, and I will add that stuff in. So hopefully Jim and, will, uh, and will listen to this. Yeah, hopefully Jim will listen to this and he'll he's let me listening know. listening right now. He won't go insane. Uh, <laughs> hopefully he hasn't already gone insane. And yeah. he's, you know, Are we too late? That's the problem. Yeah, oh, no. running up and down the street in his underwear <laughs> screaming, I am a Jedi, I am a Jedi. <laughs> That's a 30 Rock reference for those who don't watch 30 Rock. And if you don't watch 30 Rock, then watch it. Stop the podcast right now and go watch 30 Rock. Jeez. Jeez. Along with you. Yeah, God. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I didn't do any episodes over the summer. I apologize for it, kind of. But, uh, you know, life gets in the way. Uh, not a lot of other podcasts did episodes over the summer either. You know, it's just something that happens. When there's no new show, it's uh, on a hiatus. A, yeah, it's a little bit more difficult to, to, to really feel the pressure and the need to do it. And, and to be honest, I needed a break. I was a little burnt out picked up you know like i said life happens so yeah uh in any case you know we're back it's it's the fall season there's new shows every day this week and uh and things are going crazy so so i'm pumped up to get back in the seat and talk about clone wars and star wars in general and uh, and to get to reviewing oh that reminds me anybody who wants to write the recap uh you know, I, I, I would be hugely appreciative. Uh, hugely otherwise, appreciative. Otherwise, I'm going to make Matt do it. And uh, So, yeah, everybody, yeah. right in. He's, he's a busy guy, so they might not be that good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, might, they might be like, yeah, so uh, there were Jedi and some stuff happened. And, uh, and then yeah. wait till next week. Yeah. 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 So uh, you don't want that, folks, so yeah. right in. No, so uh, so if anybody if anybody thinks that they've got the chops to do the recaps, uh, we'll read them on here. Like, we'll challenge like they you. Do yeah, yeah, we'll and then uh, and then we'll also post them on the site with the with the with the new episodes. So so you will be a web published author. So anybody who's like an aspiring writer out there and and wants to do something, uh, great practice. Get there, yeah. Get it because you know you can't get a job these days without experience, but you can't get experience without a job. So uh, this is this is the way to do it. If if any of you guys want to be writers, so um, that's my that's my infomercial for <laughs> other people to do all the work and for me to reap all the benefits of being the well. I guess I guess now I share it. Now I share the spotlight with you. So I shared the spotlight with Steve a couple of times, but he was always like, "Hey, it's your show." Right. But uh, but now it's it's kind of your show too. So so I'm so just happy can... to play in your sandbox here. <laughs> well, you can play in the sandbox. We don't touch any the collector's items. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't. I won't. I'll stay away. From the, <laughs> I'll stay away from the the bus and all that. <laughs> oh, collecting too. I forgot about collecting, but. I mean, we yeah, can get into that. There's a there's lot, no you know. I collect too, so I don't want to get no started on the action figures and all that kind of stuff now. Yeah, no, we'll talk about that next time. We've already bored these people enough. <laughs> loving it. <laughs> so, uh, so that's 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 Jimbo's letter, and I hope that we've we've satisfied you, Jimbo, and you're you're not running around in your underpants. Yeah, like a madman. Uh, so with that, let's get to the forum post of the week. And the forum post this week comes from Second Chance Now, who is a new member on the forums. 
I bet that he's going to be all like, oh, so you read my thing on the on the air. Oh, so cool. Because he, uh, on Twitter, he messages me about, you know, once a day saying, Does he? Where's, where's the new episode? When's the new episode coming? Hey, okay. is there a new episode? Second so chance now. Why aren't you following me? <laughs> What's yeah, going you guys, on? You guys all need to, to get on there and follow follow Matt. I mean, nobody follows me either. You know, nobody follows me on my own Twitter. Oh. Clone Wars. Oh, Clone Wars Twitter. I gotcha. Yeah, well, he's yeah. been posting a lot too. So um, he has. So you nice. guys, that's nice. You guys can get on the forums and you can thank him actually because he's the one who's been pressuring me like on a on an almost daily basis to get to get off my butt and record a new episode. And he uh, he makes me feel guilty every day. So so get on the forum and thank him. And uh, and so I'm reading his his forum post and his forum post is about the phantom edit by michael j nickel or by mike j nichols and he says hey guys in another post we were talking about the phantom edit by mike j nichols i was wondering who out there has seen it and what do you think of it better than the original worse of mike's edits thanks so uh so i think you got in there and you and you commented on this i did what did you have to say um if i remember right um it was Basically, a lot of the Jar Jar stuff taken out, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the uh, there's a couple of lines that Anakin said that were taken out. The yippee, okay. and um, what was the other line he said that was kind of corny? I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, are you an angel? Is that in there? No, it wasn't that one. Um, it was another phrase like he yelled or something. Um, and then there was some of the Senate stuff was taken out, um, but for the most part, it was a lot of the Jar Jar antics. And I, you know, we talked about this before he was going, I think he was going for another Chewbacca, but it just didn't work. He didn't have, you know, someone to like Han and Chewie. I was, you can't recreate that. So as far as the edit goes, no, um, that's what a lot of it was. And I think I put on some, some other smaller things that he did on the post. Um, is it, is it worse? Is it better? You know, it's, I don't know. It depends on if you like Jar Jar or not, you know. I thought it was, uh, you know, fine. Um, I wasn't the biggest Jar Jar fan either because I thought at the time it was just, it was too, too kiddie for me. And, um, but we're going, we're going to go into a whole nother rant here about that. that oh, we don't, we don't need to do that. I've been, we'll save that for one of our, um, hiatuses or something. Um, yeah, one of that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that, me and cold Steve, cold. me and Steve beat that Gungan yeah. to death. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, there's you, you can pick up copies of that. I think it's floating around somewhere. I'm sure you can find it. But um, you know, I thought I don't, it was I, I But I I didn't really think Phantom Menace was that bad of a movie myself either. But uh, you know, it is it is the weakest of the six movies, but that's not saying a lot. You know, right. like it it may be the weakest of the Star Wars movies, but uh, I hate to tell you, it's still better than a lot of the crap that we watch these days. Uh, watch watch Transformers Two or GI oh, Joe, yeah. and then yeah. go back and watch The Phantom Menace and tell me that The Phantom Menace sucks. Right. You know, because it's a better movie than those. And and I'm not saying that those are bad movies, but that's what we count for good movies these days. You know, like that's what people go and spend their money on, and and then people rip into uh, Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's very fair, but yeah. 
But that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Uh, I also, I don't think I got in there and posted about it. I think I might have said it in another topic. We were talking about it. I, I, or somebody else mentioned uh, Star Wars Revisited. Revisited. And, uh, I think I did. Yeah, like I haven't seen the Phantom Edit, but uh, but if you're into that sort of thing, if you're into the fan edits and that sort of thing, go and find Star Wars Revisited. I, I somebody posted a link to it on on the uh, on the forums. I'm pretty sure if they didn't, I'll go in and I'll post a link to it. Um, you download this the torrent for it. It is DVD quality. It oh, yeah. looks better than the DVDs. It, it looks, looks really than good. Special edition DVDs. Because um, the guy who who made it, uh, Adiwan, is his name on the forum that he's a member of, that he uh, distributes these on. Um, he went in and he actually recolored the entire movie, because if you look at it, when they when they went back and they restored the the footage back in '97 to do the special editions, it actually came out kind of blue. It came out with with a little bit of a blue tint, and he goes in and he fixes that. So it's it's much richer color. It's 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 amazing just on that alone that he goes through and he color corrects every single scene for that. And then on top of that, he goes in, he adds in his own special effects in places, which like we're not talking about like cheesy fan film special effects. We're talking about like ILM oh, stuff. Like it's amazing. Yeah. There's, for people who aren't hardcore Star Wars fans, you could show them this and they wouldn't know the difference between this and the special edition. No. You know, they really wouldn't. And and the thing is is that he goes in, he fixes stuff. He you know, uh Han shoots first. Uh, oh yeah. He adds, he adds an awesome intro to the Death Star and throws the Imperial March in there because if you oh, actually watch great. it, it's a little bit, you know, like behind the music. Uh, sort of thing but if you really watch the the initial cut of star wars the death star never really gets a very good reveal we're just shown it all of a sudden later on in the movie after we've already gone to the death star and so you're not really sure where you are like you're on the death star but maybe the death star is just a really big star destroyer or something like that but he gives the death star this amazing reveal with the Star Destroyers in the frame so that you can see how big it is and just how awesome it is. Throws in the Imperial March. Does all this stuff. And then, above and beyond, he goes in and he re-edits the the lightsaber battle between Obi-Wan and Vader. He adds in the uh, the Battle of the Heroes uh, music from music. Episode 3. And he cuts this so that they are fighting. Like this is this is a, an epic battle. Who were jumping around on lava pits and swinging from cables and you know whatever the heck that was when they just spun their lightsabers around each other for five minutes and yeah. <laughs> shot each other with the force across. Force, the yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, like it it syncs up with all that and it's amazing. And then he's also doing he's right now he's working on the Empire Strikes Back and can't wait for that. It looks awesome. Yeah, it, you know the Star Wars one is. Yeah. The Star Wars one is is fantastic, and that's the one you should be watching now. You know what we should do is, um, on one of our hiatuses, there it is. There's another topic right there. Yeah. We can watch that, but because there's so many things that he's done to that movie, um, there's a list, and it's 
a whole page of the stuff he's done, not including all the coloring like you talked about. Yeah. All the additions he did and the music cues um, and the other changes, inserting uh, just little things that, that make a difference. Like you said, that, that yeah. the battle at the end, um, you see all these TIE fighters come at you like you did in Episode 3 or uh, Episode 6. Yeah. The Jedi. yeah. So, um, and if he does the same thing with Empire and Jedi, wow, it's going to be, you know, those are, those are going to be the ones to watch. Forget the special edition. Yeah, this yeah. One. Well, already, you know, like if anybody wants to watch A New Hope, I'm like, oh man, we don't watch that. We don't watch the DVDs. So check this out. I've got it on my PS3. Right. That's the thing. If you've got a PS3 or an Xbox, you download this, this AVI file that he's got it, and you don't even need to burn it to a DVD. You just throw it on your Xbox or your PS3, and it is DVD high def quality. Like it's oh, looks great. amazing. Like, like when they go to do the Blu-rays, they need to call this guy up and be like, "Can we use this <laughs> stuff?" Because, yeah. like, honestly, for me, it's the, you know what it, it it ties back into the whole whole and controversy thing. The, this movie, like this, the the Star Wars Revisited, is a definitive cut. It goes in, it, it takes some stuff out, it adds some stuff in, it fixes it up, and it makes it what it should be. And I, like, the, I, I defy you to find flaw in Star Wars Revisited. It is as perfect as it needs to be. In, and somebody at Lucasfilm's, Lucasfilm needs to wake up and, and realize this and, and say something, you know? Yeah. I say that, but you know, if if that happened, they'd probably just sue the kid, and, or he's probably not a kid; he's probably dead. I know. Let but, him finish Empire and Return of the Jedi. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't <laughs> say anything yet. Let him finish Empire and Return of the Jedi. Let me download those, and yeah. in a few years, you guys can go and say something to Lucasfilm. But yeah, like these, it's just they're amazing. Like it, it it's the cut that it should be. It's the definitive cut. It is. So second Lucas chance now. Silly not, not to, uh, to be checking this stuff out. Yeah. But, yeah. So good post, second chance now. And, and you know, try to get hold of that. Uh, revisited, you won't regret it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And we should we should do a commentary at some no, point. No, that sounds fun. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and, and just to let people know, you know, we'll, uh, we'll let the guy know and maybe he'll even tell other people about it. Yeah. It's uh, a good idea. Cool, cool. Well, that that's uh, that's our forum post of the week. And uh, if if you guys out there listen to the show and you want to be the forum post of the week or you want to be in the mailbag, then uh, email me or get on the forums. I mean, it's no secret how many people listen to this show. I was I was telling Matt about it uh, last week, and and it's no secret that there are thousands of you guys that. Download this shit out, which should be every week. So I'm going to say every week, but I, you know, I only get I only get a handful of emails. I get I get a you know a couple dozen emails a, a, a week when the show is running. So where's the rest of you at? You know, like where's everybody else? Where's all the rest of you people? And you guys are not on the forums, but I, you know, there's a lot of you guys following me on Facebook and uh, and Twitter. But uh, but we can do better. And you know what? The the Facebook's got uh, they've changed things around. They've got like the Facebook page now. So so get on there and get on the Facebook page. And if you guys start making comments on the Facebook page, I might even add a new segment. And we might do the the Facebook 
the Facebook page comment board comment of the week, <laughs> something like that. The Facebook, I'm sure we yeah. come up with a better name, or maybe we'll, we'll just keep it at that ridiculously long name for yeah, that sounds good. Oh, yeah, so uh, if you guys get on Facebook, you you follow us on Facebook and make comments, then uh, then we'll add that segment to the show because the more of you guys that, that do that, the more inclined I am to, uh, to include you in the show. So if you want to hear your comments or forum post or email or... I mean, even if people are replying on Twitter and stuff like that, you know, like get on there and get get involved because I like it when you guys give me feedback. I like it when you now you can give us feedback. There's this other guy that you can you can get mad at him now when there's no new episodes. There it is. It's not mad all on, at It's not all on me, and that's a wonderful feeling. I gotta tell you, thank you so much, Matt, for <laughs> for taking that. I'll take off. half of it. Yeah, that's it's awesome. So I. Uh, so there we go. Uh, let's uh, let's get this this uh, the audio for the uh, for the trailer Alrighty. and let everybody listen to that, and then we'll tell you. We'll give you some comments on the trailer, and uh, and then we'll uh, we'll leave you guys for the for the week. But uh, but let's listen to the trailer now. All right, here it goes. This is the trailer, of course, for the the main two minute, almost three minute trailer. So this is not the B trailer or any of the the uh, Walmart spot. So this is the main trailer. So here we go. I have need of your services, Bounty Hunter. I need a Jedi holocron. Sense deception, I do. You can count on it. Count Dooku's new droid foundry. Jedi Council has to see this evidence. My lord, we have ten garrisons of new droids ready to deploy. I remember a time when Jedi were not generals, but peacekeepers. The safety of the Duchess Satine is of the utmost importance. Wait a minute. There's assassin probes down here. You and Satine ever... That would have been problematic. I will take care of them. Padawan, you must be. I sense something, Master. It's the dark side, Ahsoka. Have you completed your mission? I have the Duchess. Very good. Reinforcements are on their way. Let's make this a bit more interesting. Inflict devastating damage on the Jedi Order. He could. We must push on! Forward! We suffer a great many losses in these battles. I'll fight to my last breath to keep them safe. I'll take care of this, Obi-Wan. You, go find your girlfriend. Right. But no, Anakin, she's not my...
For generations, my ancestors fought proudly as warriors against the Jedi. Defeat me or die like many Jedi before you. So there we go. There is the trailer. And it, I wonder if anybody noticed John Favreau there at the very end. It's totally John Favreau. You said that to yeah. me before we started recording the episode. And I hadn't really hey, no. put, put two and two together yet. But that's totally yeah. him. That's totally yeah. him. I almost guarantee it. Like, I'm, I'm going to stake my reputation as host of Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast. You go, folks. And say that with, like, 90% certainty, that is John Favreau. That's, yeah, I, I, I heard that, and wow. It's I him mean, It's him or somebody pretending to be him. <laughs> like, it's right, one or the right. other. Well, he's got some ties to Lucas. I mean, yes. uh, yeah. you know, he interviewed him at, uh, was it the Siskel? Uh, no, it wasn't that. He got Lucas got some oh, yeah, award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was at the Cisco Center. Was that, that okay? That's yeah, right. when he was given that award. Yeah, yeah right. a few months back. It was John. So was the MC. yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, so so let's talk about some of the stuff that was in that trailer. That that if you guys are just hearing it, um, that was a bounty hunter at the end. It was a Mandalorian bounty hunter, uh, probably that like the head of the Mandalorians. Uh, there was a talk, little bit of talk about uh, Duchess Satine, who is, well, it sounds like a former flame of Obi-Wan's. Obi-Wan, uh, right. and, uh, and then we've got, obviously, tons of Cad Bane in there. Uh, he is back something fierce right this season. Like which, which, I mean, the big thing with the Bounty Hunters is that uh, these guys are up for grabs. Like, they, there's no rules about them. Uh, unless they bring... Boba into it, or I mean, Bosk is is coming up. We can you believe that we got through the entire episode and we didn't even mention that Bosk is is showing up in season. I was saving it for the end. Yeah, that's right. We'll cut this out. I'm just gonna work. edit right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and Bosk, we've been leaving this until the end of the episode to talk about what Bosk is gonna be in it. Um, yeah. Like that's gonna be awesome. That that Bosk is gonna be there, but. But with all these random bounty hunters and all these Mandalorians, these dudes can die. You know, like oh, yeah. we knew yep. Grievous can't die. You know, Palpatine can't get caught. Uh, Anakin can't turn. Ahsoka is gonna not be around or whatever. There were all these yeah. things running around that were that were answered. You know, like all these questions that were already answered, and it's just a matter of how and when. Or, you know, watch episode three and find out. <laughs> but right. now we've got Cad Bane running around, and who knows? Who knows what's yeah, going to happen to Cad Bane? Is he going to be just this season? Is he going to be, you know, a bad guy that's going to pop in and out for the entire series? What's going to happen? So so the, that suspense that was really missing from the first season, I think, is going to be there. And then, you know, you add in Bounty Hunters, and Bounty Hunters equal Dark. They equal, oh, yeah. they equal a little bit more mature stuff because bounty hunters are willing to do stuff that the battle droids can't even think of. Can't even think of, so, right, right. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, it looks like um, they're going back to Geonosis. We saw Poggle the Lesser in there. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Duchess Satine. Um, shoot, they, we saw Jocasta New. Yeah. Kiati Mundi. Did you? I don't know if you noticed the. Uh, there's a shapeshifter like Zam Wessel. Yeah, yeah. There's a Claudite in there. Claudite. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So a lot of it looks like a lot of new characters, and like you said, a lot of these we don't know what's going to happen with them. Yeah. Um, so that'll be that'll be something to look forward to. Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of rumors floating around for for guest voices for this season. Um, I mean, we already talked about John Favreau, which uh, which I'm confirming right now. Uh, it's confirming I, it, I, folks. It's confirmed. <laughs> that is some M level canon right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Cohen, Cohen Cannon. Yeah, there we Cohen go. Cohen Cannon. There you go. There it is. There's another one there. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Greg Proops. Yeah, 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 yeah. He now, actually did, he did a voice in episode one because he was one of the um, he was one of the pod pod race announcers. Right, right. I guess he's back and and he's it looks like he's in that clip too, um, where uh, he's actually holding. Is it Satine around the neck, and there's a bounty hunter talking to him? Mm. Um, look at that again, and, and listen to that voice, and, and that sounds like Greg Proops right here. He's pretty big over here in this country. He does a lot of um, the uh, Who's Line, Is It Anyway? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been kind of big, and it started over in yeah. British television. But uh, there's some more ties to uh, the um, prequel trilogy with him. Yeah, as actors. So. Well, and they're saying that one of the rumors that was floating around after Comic Con was that um, that Mark Hamill might even be doing a voice wow. this season. I hadn't heard and, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was one of those rumors that came out of Comic Con that that somebody had heard somewhere that Mark Hamill might be doing a guest spot, or maybe it, it, at this point that's total rumor. But um, you know, Mark Hamill might be in there somewhere, and we wouldn't even know it because if you—he's uh, such a good voice actor. Yeah, if any—if anybody knows Mark Hamill for more than Star Wars, I mean, he's. And, uh, yeah, we were talking about Arkham Asylum earlier, and he's the Joker in Arkham Asylum. He was the Joker on the 1990s Batman series, um, and he's—he's he's, for my money the best Joker there's ever been. I mean, you can say what you want about Heath Ledger; he it was awesome. He was a great movie Joker, but Mark Hamill. Yeah, I've heard down. a lot of people say Mark that. Mark Hamill throws down the definitive Joker because he is not the movie Joker. He's not this other Joker. He's the classic Joker. He's a modern Joker. He's he's everything that like he's totally definitive, like just the best. And so, if you're not appreciating Mark Hamill for the voice acting that he's doing, you don't know Mark Hamill for like a four, like three quarters of what he's worth because Luke Skywalker is just the tip of the iceberg. That's just a little piece, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, jump over to his IMDb and check out all the voice work that he's done. On video games, cartoon shows, you'll find out that, in fact, he is he's one of those guys that he's in pretty much every. It's like... Him and Will Wheaton, Will Wheaton, who played who played uh, Wesley Crusher on Star Wesley Trek: Crusher. The Next Generation, the two of them, they're voice actors in everything, but you'd never know it because the two of them are so great at playing different characters and doing different stuff with their voice that unless you know, you, you'd never know, you know. So uh, he could be in there somewhere, and uh, and we won't know until until we get that official word. But I think that would be really cool if yeah. if we get some some Mark Hamill in there in some way, shape or form. That would then, be cool. Cause then, you know, I mean, we might get Billy D later on. He's been big. Oh in yeah. Star Wars stuff lately with the robot chicken. Uh, Carrie Fisher has been doing stuff. I mean, she was in fanboys. So was Billy D. 
you know, I mean, we had George Takei last year doing a character. Star Trek guy, yeah. yeah. We, we could yeah. look forward to more of those guys. Uh, I mean... Hey, who, bring over Shatner. Shatner. Yeah, like, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I would kill for that. Or even some of the new guys from the new movie. You know, yeah. you get Chris Pine or uh, uh, Zachary Quinto or some of those guys to do some voices, you know? Like, man, the, the, there could... Who, who knows? Who knows what we'll get this season? We had tons of great stuff. James Marsters last year, so, so hopefully right, we get yeah. some cool stuff. You never know. I mean, they got Favreau. That he's big time now. Yeah. Iron Man director. He's on Iron Man too. So, I mean, that's a pretty big name out there coming in to voice a, a character. We'll see how much of a, a role he plays. Yeah, yeah. It looks like he might even be uh, a leader. Like the lead, the so, lead Mandalorian. Yeah, because he's right, like, right. He's, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, but that's. Uh, I think that's everything. I think we have yeah. covered everything we need to talk about this week, or at least everything I feel like talking about right now. Yeah, we're running almost two hours. <laughs> We've been talking for a while. Yeah, yeah. Man, this is fun. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy it. I'm glad you enjoy it because that means that I that when I good time. Well, that, that I'm just you know what I'm just gonna announce it right now. I'm retiring. I'm just gonna leave it all. There it is. It's all yours now. <laughs> I am just gonna uh, sit back out. and enjoy Clone Wars. We haven't discussed this yet. <laughs> No, no, don't relax, relax. I'm not going anywhere. We're we're both going to be around for season two, so uh, so buckle up, everybody, because it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a fun ride, I think. Uh, and Good don't ride. forget, yeah. like October second, a week from this coming Friday, is set your DVRs. Yeah, so uh, states people, Cartoon Network. What is it? Still eight o'clock? Or eight? Actually, over here it's. Um... Well, it's a one-hour show, so it's it's usually at six o'clock over here. I'll have to check again though to see um, the exact time. It's usually six, so last year it was six o'clock. Okay, so prob- probably yeah, like maybe eight or nine Eastern. Well, that's anyway. the West Coast. Yeah, you can you can head to to cartoonnetwork.com and and uh, and they'll have they'll have the info that you seek. I'm sure that starwars.com has it as well. Uh, but anyway, that is it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Do not forget to check us out online at yes. www.clonewarspodcast.com. Uh, you don't have to fill out our listener survey anymore because I think enough of you guys have done that. But if you feel like it, it's still up there for, for now. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, our username is Clone Wars. You can also follow me on Twitter. My username is ArcWolf. That's A R K. W-U-L-F. I'm always with the weird spellings of things. I apologize to everyone. <laughs> but uh, you can also and you can follow Matt. Matt, yes. what is your uh, Twitter? I'm actually the crankster on Twitter. Okay. Hold and um, no, people, don't worry. I'm not a drug addict. <laughs> it's just uh, it came off my name from my partners at work. Uh, <laughs> my last name kind of morphed into crank and then the crankster. So I started using that. Okay. So you can find me there, and then, of course, Matt at CloneWarsPodcast.com. Yeah, and you can email me at Mike at CloneWarsPodcast.com. Now it's a little bit easier to remember than the old one. And then uh, head over to Facebook, join our group, even though nobody really does anything on the group. It's more important that you join the group, and then you see the link on the group to the Facebook page, and then you get on the page, because then you can comment. You will get uh, an update through Twitter. You will get an update on Facebook whenever we do new episodes. So, uh, yeah, get get on there. Check that stuff out. 
And uh, and above all, do not forget to uh, to get in on the conversation over at the Geek Out Loud forums at www.geekoutpodcast.com slash forums. Get in there. You can talk, ask me questions. I've got the, the Ask Mike. I'm actually going to set up an Ask Matt section so you can ask some questions. Sweet. All right. And, uh, and uh, you know what? You guys can still get in. You can comment about, about some of the other stuff and uh, I, stuff like the T-shirt, which hopefully I'm going to get my button gear and figure that out, and you guys can get those soon, um, and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, and, and I guess above all, I'm going to let you do the honors and, uh, and say, say our, our ending catchphrase. Is it what I think it is? Well, of course it's what you think it is. <laughs> yeah, like you said, don't forget uh, to go on the forums. I think the forums are going to start jumping here, Yeah. Um, especially after we record it here. And uh, like I said, we'll see you all next time, and may the force be with you. Okay, see you guys. Cool. We're out. Woo!